thing on. <laughs> hey y'all, it's your girl Jazz and I'm back with another episode of And All That Jazz Podcast. So, um, it's been a minute since you guys have probably heard my voice. I know it's been a minute since y'all have seen a blog post from me. So I know it's been a minute since you guys have heard a podcast episode. Um, and so much has happened. Like I scheduled some uh, blog posts to go live this week and I realized that I hadn't had anything go live in about a month. So, um, if you followed me on social media, then you've been keeping up with things, but there's so much that's been going on in the past month. Um, first things first, welcome back. Thank y'all so much for consistently giving me the time that I need when I dip in and out of my, (laughs) my, uh, pieces of the internet, whether it be my podcast or the blog or my social media channels, whatever like that. Um, I do not do that full time. I have a full time gig and a lot has been going on with that, with volunteering, um, since like in this past month. So I haven't really made time for my social channels and, um, content creation, but hopefully that's changing. So, um, if you are following me, then you on, on my social platforms, then you know this, but if not, um, I have big news. I have really big, big news. And there are a few things I want to talk about this episode. I want to talk about my big news. And then I also want to talk about, um, I want to share some tips with y'all for mental health awareness month, because we are winding it down, but hopefully these tips are some that you can use all year. So, um, let's start with some pop culture first. Okay. So earlier this month, um, in fact, I think it was Mother's Day weekend. It was. It might have been the Saturday before Mother's Day. Uh, there was a versus battle between SWV and Escape, and this is one that had been announced a few weeks prior, so we knew it was coming. Um, I watched about half of it before I was like, ah, it's not giving what it was supposed to have gave, and I turned it off. But um, I did check out the playlist, like I checked out the set list, and then made a playlist for it, and it, it dawned on me how many SWV songs. I knew and love same with escape. Like apparently I, I liked more escape songs than I thought. Um, and they really, I mean, Latasha and, and tiny, they just didn't get the, the credit that they should have gotten. Those girls could sing. They might not have always chosen the best songs, but those ladies could sing. And Candy's pen game is the girl can write a song and she has the Grammys to prove it. Um, but SWV Coco just, Coco that's it that's the tweet that's that's it that's the tweet um it took a minute for them to warm up and I think that's why I didn't necessarily come back in the second half because I wasn't sure if they were going to warm up and give us the vocals and the songs that we were expecting from them but apparently they did so um yeah but it was also announced that there were going to be some more versus battles coming up and one of them that was announced this past weekend is um soldier boy and bow wow now (laughs) the black millennial in me the the kid who grew up in the early 2000s in me is super excited um soldier boy ain't gonna have 20 songs though like i i don't get me wrong soldier boy is that dude like he started 
a lot. This man started trends. He was the pioneer of this whole internet marketing type of thing. Um, I don't know if he has 20 songs to go up against Bow Wow. And I say this only because, I mean, I don't think he does. I think he has a lot more bangers. Um, at least more popular songs for that time. So like you got Kiss Me Through the Phone, you got Soldier Boy, Superman. Um, I mean he has he, I feel like he has a solid six songs. May, maybe ten. Maybe ten. But Bow Wow has albums. And I'm not including his most recent work because I'm not a fan of his most recent work. But like early Bow Wow, like the I say little Bow Wow, you just don't know. Like that era, the um, the Don the Dutch era, the I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you could show me in the special way I feel when you hold me. We're going to always be together, baby. That's what you told me. And I believe it. That was my way of testing to see if I had COVID back in the day. <laughs> like, I was like, if I can get through that in one breath, I'm good. <laughs> At least for my lung capacity. Um, yeah, so Bow Wow has hits. So, and I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like that's evenly matched. I feel like had they done like a Bow Wow versus a Marion or... I don't know. I don't even know if there was, I, like, I don't feel like Romeo would have had 20 songs to go up against Bow Wow because Romeo didn't have albums like that either. But I digress. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that versus for nostalgia's sake. Um, it is supposed to be in June and there's a very good chance that I might not be home for it. So I might have to contain my <laughs> energy and try not to get, um, you know, kicked out of a hotel for going hype. <laughs> while watching that so we'll see we'll see um but yeah so let me explain why i might let me explain why i might be in a hotel during that versus battle um so i got a promotion <laughs> and i'm moving to nashville uh my texas heart is this little texas girl and i say little texas girl i'm a grown ass woman but this Texas girl will be moving to Nashville. Um, words cannot begin to describe all the emotions that I'm feeling right now. Uh, not only did I get a promote, uh, promoted into like a manager role, but I am relocating to Nashville. Um, I work in commercial real estate by day. And I say by day, it's a lot of my life. But um, it's an industry that I didn't know about when I was younger. I wish I had known about it because it's a phenomenal industry and it I I think it's something that we need more more millennials. I feel like we need um I feel like we definitely need more black millennials in it. But um it's an industry that touches a lot of different industries and it's fun. I love what I do and um about a month ago now I found out about an open position that we had in Nashville and I hit up HR or my HR director and I was like hey I think I'd be great for this um I'm coming up on 10 years in this industry I've done a lot of work laterally I've uh, been in a few different departments um I feel like I'd be a huge asset and he agreed not only did he agree my VP of ops agreed um my manager agreed my previous manager agreed the manager there agreed and yeah so <laughs> Your girl is moving to Nashville. 
the role officially starts June 1, and I will be flying back and forth between Houston and Nashville for a couple months. For Yeah, for a couple months until I get situated there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to taking you guys on my venture while I get settled in. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> It's weird, like it's settling in now that I I found a place, um, and I don't know this this will definitely be an adventure. One of the questions that I get asked a lot um, is if I have anybody, like if I know anybody there, and I, I don't. Like I know <laughs> I've met my my soon to be new manager once in person. She was down here in Houston for a visit, so I've met her in person. Um, I video chatted with a few other team members there, but I I, I don't know anybody else <laughs> there. So it will be, it'll kind of be like when I went to UT Tyler for freshman year and I didn't know anyone, but I'm the type who doesn't really meet strangers. Um, I'm very personable and I feel like I'll be okay. I feel like I'll be okay. Um, I'm going to see my dad at least once a month. He comes to and through Nashville all the time. So um, I'm going to see him at least once a month. And um, I'll definitely be seeing <laughs> my stepmom for Thanksgiving because we're going to Hong Kong, which is another thing that happened like within the past month. I found a crazy cheap flight for me, her, and one of her friends to go to Hong Kong for Thanksgiving. So... Um, looking forward to that. If you have any recommendations for Hong Kong other than Disney, because we are definitely doing Disney, um, let me know. Send me a DM. Send me an email. If you have my real number, shoot me a text. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Hong Kong for Thanksgiving, y'all. This is what? Okay, so like I said, back to the move. Back to the move. Um, I'm in the process now of getting everything settled there, or like getting everything set up there, or at least trying to because I have a few months before I actually need to pull the trigger on like my electric provider there's only one which is weird um I assume that the rest of the states were like Texas where you could choose one of 511 electric providers and that is not the case there's only one electric provider in Nashville and it's the Nashville Electric Service <laughs> So the good news is that they have great rates. Um, I think their residentials are like nine kilowatt or nine cents per kilowatt, which is pretty good. Um, and then, of course, uh, I have to change my Internet service provider because the one that I have now um, doesn't have a contract with the apartments that I'll be moving into. But that's fine. Um, but like I said, I have time. I have time. I won't be moving until August. I won't be like moving, moving until August. So I have time to get all that set up. But yeah, it's, it's weird. Like I'm prepping myself now for the weirdness that's going to come with not being able to see my loved ones in person for a while. Um, like I said, I'll probably see my dad at least once a month, but like my nuggets, my siblings, my friends, uh, FaceTime, Zoom, all that, that these are going to be big parts of <laughs> my daily life, my, my weekly life. Um, and I, like I, I'm pretty sure I will make friends in the area. There's an urban league chapter there. Uh, I'm already in the process of getting in contact with the people there for that, because I definitely want to volunteer with them. I want to continue volunteering with the urban league because I love doing that. Um, yeah. So 
I don't know. I if you guys have any tips, any tips for relocating between states, send them my way. Um, my parents will be moving me, like moving my stuff. So I think we'll be okay with that. But as far as like getting acclimated to new city, send those tips to me, please. Um, yeah, this, <laughs> this will be fun. And if you have any tips for like stuff to do in Nashville, I'll be in the Gulch area. Uh, it's less than a mile away from my office downtown. So if you have any tips on stuff to do there, send it my way. Apparently there are a bunch of really cool restaurants by me, uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, send it my way. I'll still be in the same time zone. So that helps for keeping in contact with my loved ones. Uh, but yeah, your girl is <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving, moving. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's switch gears. We are coming to the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, or like our National Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, if you've known me, or if you've been listening to this podcast, or if you've been reading my blog or anything like that, then you know that this is not a topic I shy away from. I feel like I talk to you guys about this, if not every episode, every couple of episodes. Uh, So I kind of wanted to share some unconventional ways to help you help your mental health journey today. So um, mine started, my personal journey started in 2003 after I lost my mom suddenly. Uh, She died in April 2003. And I say suddenly because it was sudden for us. Uh, She got sick in February of 2003, like had a hospital stint. But when she got out, everything was okay. And we thought that everything was okay. And then all of a sudden... April 22nd, she died. So um, I felt like my world was flipped upside down in an instant. The life that I knew up until that moment was suddenly taken away from me. And if it hadn't have been for my incredibly supportive stepmom, um, I wouldn't have dealt with that sudden change as well as I did. And when I say as well as I did, that is a loose statement because for years, <laughs> I didn't do anything on the anniversary of her death. Um, or her birthday. Like I wouldn't go to class on the anniversary of her death. Um, her birthday fell in the, falls in the summertime. So there was no schooling in, but I would take off work. Um, like it was, it was hard, but that changed. So, um, my stepmom was the one who encouraged me and my sister to start seeing a therapist and working through our grief and the emotions that we were dealing with. And I know that that experience is not common one, having such a phenomenal relationship with a step-parent, but two, being encouraged to go seek um, counsel from a therapist is also not common within the black community. Um, so that's something that I'm forever grateful for, ever grateful for. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I had, it has been a journey, and it's probably one that I'm going to continue to have. Like, it started off with, like, grief, and coping and stuff like that. And then now it's turned into monthly maintenance. Um, I tell y'all all the time, I look at my therapist as any of my, I mean, she's another one of my healthcare providers. I go see my doctor regular, my PCP regularly. I see my dentist, my gyno. Um, I see my therapist, right? I mean, I see her more regularly than I see the rest of my doctors because I'm seeing her weekly at this point. And if we are being honest, I'm not looking forward to having to change therapists. So pray for me. 
and I'm working with her on finding or getting some referrals to another phenomenal, great, uh, capable, caring, but one that's not going to let me, like, (laughs) I don't know, I need one who is just as, not necessarily hard on me, but one that holds me accountable um, and a non-shit taker like my current one is. And I want a black woman. Like, that is, there are just certain things that I don't need to explain. Certain nuances, certain gestures, certain facial expressions I can give her. And she just knows. And like I said, I know black people are not a monolith. But we have shared experiences. And those shared experiences are something that I, I need with a therapist. So um, I will be looking for a black female therapist in the Nashville area. Um, so in addition to therapy, I wanted to share these steps with y'all. So the first one, a work it out. Cue the Beyonce track. <laughs> so Elwood said it best. Endorphins make you happy and happy people don't unalive people. Um, shout out to TikTok. I'm now using the phrase unalive. I like that. Uh, we all know and love Legally Blonde. And Elle was right. The high that comes from working out, whether it's a high energy, like uh, high energy exercise, like cardio or hit, or even yoga, leave you with an endorphin high that will change your whole mood. Um, it's so easy to retreat into myself when I'm not in the best mood, but sometimes all I need to do is go out and get and get sweaty. Plus it improves my overall quality of heart health, metabolism, and it even helps with concentration. So whenever like I'm in a rut, or something, um, I, it's not uncommon for me to, um, close my computer, put down my phone, do some deep stretches, do some yoga or pound some pavement. Like it just helps. It, it truly helps. Um, the next tip I want to give you guys is to take a break. So sick days aren't just for physical illness. (laughs) Like I know as Americans, we are taught to go, go, go. And we shouldn't like you have to understand you guys have got to remember um, that we have to take care of your body because if you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness. So take a day, sleep in, have that cup of coffee at home, journal, get a massage, take care of yourself, make yourself a priority. Please make yourself a priority. Um, I mentioned therapy before, and I know that's not truly an unconventional way, or it's not seen as an unconventional uh, tool to help you with your mental health journey, but in certain communities, it is. So like I said, the black community, it's still not as common as I wish it was, um, but we are working towards that. And I want to credit black millennials and uh, black Gen Zers for doing that, for helping normalize this conversation and and normalize these services. So I encourage you guys to talk to someone about it. Um, last year, my HR department sent out an email letting, um, us know that our behavioral health sessions on Teladoc were going to be covered at hundred percent. And I like literally shouted for joy. That was an expense that I didn't mind paying every month because I wanted to. And once the pandemic hit, I realized that I needed to do it more frequently. And even then I was okay with it. But when they said they were going to cover it, psh, that was my money in my pocket. So um, I can't encourage you guys enough to look into therapists, psychiatrists, um, any kind of behavioral health medicine, 
and use those tools because that's what they are. They are a tool and they can help you tremendously. Um, yeah, like I am back to weekly visits and I probably will be here for a while, especially while I, um, at least until I fully transition. Actually, no, I won't be in weekly visits because my therapist is only licensed in Texas and Louisiana. So bi-weekly visits since I will be flying back and forth <laughs> between Houston and Nashville for a while. Um, and until I've moved there completely and get start working with the local therapist. So yeah, I, uh, probably for the past four or five, probably f- close to six months, I've been going weekly. Um, and now I'm moving into bi-weekly and then I will probably go back into weekly once I start with a new pa- therapist, just so we can get used to each other and I can get used to her methods and all that stuff like that. So yeah, I encourage weekly sessions if you can. And they don't have to be in person. Mine are not in person. Telehealth is a thing. There, um, there are services like Teladoc. There's um, Better Health. There's, I mean, there are a bunch of different ones. So if you if you want to go back to the traditional style where you're meeting in person, that's fine. They have, but there are a ton of different tools out there that I can't encourage you guys enough to use. And the last tip I want to give you guys is to take a nap. Um, I don't know why nap times aren't things for adults anymore, but they should be. (laughs) I was telling one of my friends this over the weekend that naps are necessary. And I honestly miss daily naps. Like I wish I could still take them. Um, I'm in a completely different headspace after a nap. And oftentimes it relieves all the tension or at least most of the tension that I carry in my body. Um, y'all know the tension I'm talking about, the tight jaw, the high shoulders, the strained eyes, uh, just, it relieves it. Something as short as a 15 minute nap can change all of that. So I encourage you guys to use these tools to help you not only this month, but throughout the year and just better yourself, better yourself. So you can better those around you because we can't pour from empty cups. So yeah. Um, I am going to try to get back onto the bi-weekly <laughs> podcast episode, you guys. I really want to, especially with this move, I want, I want to kind of document these and doc- document things and document my transition and, um, just my headspace. And of course, like pop culture stuff too, as I move. Um, but yeah, so you will notice a shift on the blog and on here. Uh, I will start incorporating more Tennessean Nashville. I don't even know what they call themselves. Like I should probably learn that. I probably need to start a whole series on Texas moves to Tennessee. (laughs) Um, So we'll see. Uh, Thank y'all so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, feedback at all, you know how to reach me, shoot me a DM, send me an email and I'll chat with y'all later. Bye.